Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Unconditional Light. Uh, we're coming at you today with a topic that is pretty, pretty heavy. significant, heavy in our relationship and just obviously in the world today. In our relationship. In our, well, not... <laughs> Not in that oh, way, girl, but you're have people like what? Call the cops? Oh, no, just oh. meaning it's something that we talk about or we we're kind of immersed in, um, especially with all those things going on in the news today. Um, but the reason why we are going to talk about this is because we were talking about it earlier, and I kind of said in the middle of the conversation, "Hey, let's record this because these are important topics." Um, so yeah, we were talking about. Terry Crews and the actor Terry Crews. I don't know if you guys know him, but um, most people do. Um, he's uh, a former NFL player, and um, he is now an actor who shared his experience of being sexually harassed by one of his, um, I guess it was his uh, manager? or no, it, was a, it was an executive. An executive. In okay. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So an exec that was at a party, and so he had been um, harassed by him, and um, he came out uh, to the public uh, just sharing his story, essentially. And so it brought up some conversation about both my perspective on the topic um, as a woman, as a woman, and then also yours as a man, Monte's as a man, and so as a black male, as especially as a black male, and so um, yeah, we wanted to kind of share our thoughts on that and um, just kind of discuss this topic. Um, so yeah, without further ado, here we go. We're gonna dive right in. <laughs> so so where was the where was the conflict between you and I? So the conflict was essentially we were listening to Terry Crews's um, interview uh, about the situation, and mid the video, um, I kind of paused it and I just said, you know, what's frustrating or what what just kind of goes through my mind is like this type of stuff happens all the time to women right all the time like every single time you go to a club you're going to be groped in some manner right. or someone's going to feel entitled to grab your ass or touch your chest and so i i was kind of like like in my head i'm like dude this happens all the time like like I, it, the fact that it's so shocking to you is just so interesting to me like because it's not shocking for us right I mean, it, it sucks every time it happens, but it's just like expected at this point. And so I think for me and then and then I don't you took it in a different capacity of like, you know, like we'll get to. Yeah. So for me, it, it's just um, as a woman, that's kind of what initially went through my mind. And then I kind of started thinking about, you know, what's frustrating is sometimes, it, you know, like in my mind, I'm thinking as a man, you, you know, Women have been saying this stuff has been going on for how long? For forever. Forever. For, and no one ever listens. Time. And so, yes, this hit, Terry Crews coming out about his situation did happen after the Harry Weinstein and all of that stuff. Harvey. Harvey, sorry. I always say Harry. I don't know why. Because he Because he's gross and hairy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Uh, but after all of that happened... Um, so he did he did express that this, you know, report that this happened afterwards. So at that point, you know, 
women had been believed based on the Harvey Weinstein situations. But um, I think for me, I'm like this to me, I think of it as someone like a man coming out and saying that this has happened to them. It proves the legitimacy of it. It's like, Ooh, Oh, if it can happen to him, then really it can happen to all of us. And you know, and who can we trust? And so, and it's like, this has been going on forever. Right. So it just, it brings up some feelings of anger for me because I'm like in frustration. Cause I just think, why does it have to be that he has to come out and say it? And now everyone believes it, you know? So that's just what my initial thoughts were. But then I spent more time listening to his story and, you know, and understanding why his intentions as to why he came out about it. And I, I do understand that. And I think that it's actually a really good thing. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my initial thoughts around it though. And as for just for backstory, I don't know if you guys know his story, but essentially what happened was this this executive um, groped his private parts at a party. So that kind of twice. just twice. Yeah. yeah so he made inappropriate uh, gestures. Right. Um, across the room. And I guess he, uh, Terry went over to um, kind of introduce himself and I guess figure out what what the gesture was. And right. he the the exact claims that he was drunk and he groped his uh his private when he when terry went to handshake him and uh he jumped back and he was like oh and then i guess he he came in again and did the same thing and then like terry like pushed him off he did it in front of his wife in front of uh terry cruz's wife so terry cruz saw it was really upset yeah yeah yeah, and with every right to be upset. So, um, but I don't know if women listening to this, I mean, that kind of behavior is just, to me, I'm like, that is, that sucks. That totally, that is not in any form or fashion okay. Right. It's also something that women, we go through all the time. Right. Of so, course. you know, and so to me, I'm like, as awful as it is to say this, but I'm just, I'm trying to be real and tell you exactly what my mind goes through. I'm like, now you know how it feels like, and that's awful to say that. And I'm not discounting that this, that is horrendous. And he isn't, he, he should absolutely feel completely violated, you know? Um, But I think that's just so like, it's just so I'm like almost, immune to it at this point so was this the first time you'd heard about it or actually it wasn't i i knew there were a couple men coming up but i didn't hear about terry Crews. so um but in the long scheme of things like now that i hear as to why he came out about it and understanding that not only Instead of me thinking of, like, selfishly only about women that go through this, it is important to give voice to men that go through it because it does happen. And I think that my initial reactions, of course, were out of, like, selfish thoughts. So, because I'm thinking to myself, you know, oh, well, you know, no big deal. Like, we go through this all the time. That's, that's totally discounting how he feels and the experience he went through i would never do that to a woman so why would i do that to a man you know right so i see where we had that conflict because in your mind i and you know and i'll I'll obviously i would love for you to share your side of it i that is 
offensive for me to say that, you know? I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that it's offensive. I, w- I will say... I will say maybe short-sighted is probably a better... Yeah. Um, in that... Um, Him, I think. I think generally, people, and I will say, people who've gone through something, and it, and it, it's, it's usually like, as a group. Mm-hmm. So like, women, when women go through something, when African Americans go through something, when Asians, when Hispanics go right. through something, when, when marginalized people, marginalized go people through. go yeah. through something, you know, um. I think that they look at it, they look at that situation as when someone outside of that group goes through it, they look at that situation as, well, we go through this all the time because we're marginalized, because this is how, right. this is just how the world is for us. Right. But I don't, I think the, I think, I think that's a good thing in 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 that you are able to recognize that um, that other groups outside groups outside of your marginalized group go through it. But I think that the 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 bad part is that is when you start comparing um, and and stating that suddenly they think that it's because that group went through it that suddenly they believe that it's it's more legitimate or it's more important than when we go through it. It's like why do we have to go th- why do we have to continue to go through this and then that group like suddenly gets the they mm-hmm. get the spotlight for it or they're believed for it. But I I don't think it's a, it's a it's a lot more complicated than than that in the sense that um and I'll get to um I'll get to what I believe is a solution later, but um, when African Americans go go through certain things, especially like because black men and black women don't necessarily go through the same things, mm-hmm. and they they they're we're all marginalized, but then we're marginalized within you know our race. Like black women are, they go through very specific things mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily go through. I think black women are some of the probably probably the most marginalized. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, if, uh, plus size people, mm-hmm. you know, people who are considered overweight or whatever the case is, go through some things, and they're like, I, I, I I've I've had conversations with people who are like. Oh, because, oh, well, I go through this all the time. Or you have this issue. I thought this was only an issue for me. For me, right, right. What, where the where the where the issue lies is in separating yourself further by just being the marginalized group. Right. It's not that what you have gone through is any less important. Because it's not. It's extraordinarily important. Mm -hmm. But when we section ourselves off as, um, and this is where, this is 
what you and I were talking about earlier is the point that I was making was that when we section ourselves off as women go through this all the time, what makes this person special? Why is this person in the spotlight? Well, to be fair, this person is a celebrity. Of course. Right. So that's they have a different platform to use yes. than we do. But also and 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 I, I would say that women female women who are celebrities also Rose McGowan uh has, has I think she blew the whistle on Harvey Weinstein a, a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one listened to her. And no one yeah, yeah, no one listened to her. And it's the I, I think the issue is there the issue in that is that no one listened to you until it became so overwhelming that they had nowhere else to go but to listen to you. Mm. What happened with Bill Cosby is like it became so overwhelming that because they were like, you'll still see people who are like, oh, they, they tore down his legacy and all this, uh, this and that. But that's part of his legacy. All the all the good things he did, all of the beautiful things that he did mm-hmm. for for people, that is also a part of his legacy. Of course. Because that is what he's leaving behind. Sure. So it's unfortunate that we as a whole have gotten so desensitized to and so and I and I won't say that it's like a new thing. I just think that men in general are like we just don't we don't want to see it or we we minimize what women go through mm-hmm. we minimize what i would minimize as a black guy what a what a white person would go through or i would minimize what a, a hispanic or latino person or asian mm-hmm. or f- someone who is uh yeah or or heavier than me or thinner than me or whatever the case is like uh, you know i just had this conversation this morning with my friend kelly yeah you know shout out to kelly stanball yeah shout out to her she's been on here before she's super dope um but just talking about body image you know she has lived resided in a very petite thin body and i've also i've resided in a very large frame and so but Funny enough, I'm over here, like, minimizing her situation, being like, oh, she doesn't know what it's like. Like, she doesn't go through body hate, and she doesn't experience all of that. But she's also, she's now telling me stories of how she has experienced hate, and people have picked on her for these things, and and she's she's had comments about her weight and such. And so, um, you know, I think that that, you can sit there and minimize somebody else's experience all day, because... No one thinks that you have it more tough than you, you know? Right, right. And so uh, that's that's our, our selfish, you know, self-centered nature, uh, you know, nature. And so um, so you could really find an example of that anywhere in your life. You know, me as a woman, I'm all the time thinking, you know, men don't know what it's like. You know, men have their own struggles, and I acknowledge that 100%. But, like, y'all don't know what it's like to go through these things or to have societal pressures of how to look and all of that. But... At the end of the day, you do, you know, right. it's different, but it's also pretty similar. So, you know, like you can still find commonalities no matter where you go. I think for me, I was just when you when we were discussing this earlier, I had said that 
you know, why does it take a, for a man to come out about this to prove the legitimacy of, of these things happening? The reason why my mind goes to that is because I'm, that is typically 90% of the time, the narrative right. of same, like say in the workplace, you know, I, I keep saying, you know, this is happening and we probably need to change this. And, you know, here's how I think we should implement that. I could say that 10 times until my coworker Joe says it one time and yeah, let's go with that plan. Right. You know? Absolutely. And so I'm so used to men sweeping in and stealing the show. Right. Right, 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 right. And so I think for me, that was my thought was like, you know, like, God, like, can't we just have one thing? But it's like, that is so in this circumstance, what he was trying to do is not in any way related to that. Like it's, it's, right. that is not fair for me to assess it that way because he actually was not, he's, he's actually giving voice to a lot of people who, who need somebody to stand up for them. You know, men go through this just as much as we, not, I wouldn't say just as much, but I would say men do go through it. And it's almost like we don't, we can women, especially completely ignore that because in our minds, men are trash and, whatever right. they don't you know they're just all assholes <laughs> and <Masura>. so <laughs> right so i think that it is it is extremely important to obviously give women the recognition and the the trust and and really believing in them um the way that we sh- that they deserve but also understand that there are many many people who go through this and we need to be talking about where it's stemming from why people who are actually acting upon this think it's okay that's more of the narrative and make it more of an inclusive conversation of you know of those that are victims and moving forward from that i think if i think we look at our I think because we we look in, internally and we and it's we make it about us we make it selfish um and i'll i'll use um an ant right mm-hmm. there are if you're an ant by yourself in the ant hill mm-hmm. uh not a whole lot of work gets done because it's just you if like there's a group of other ants and it's a it's a it's a ridiculously large ant hill. If there's a group of specific types of ants, um, more work gets done. But then they're they're still overwhelmed. And if you have different species or different not species but different types of ants working against one another, no work ever gets done. Right. So it's kind of like Ant Man. Well, Meaning, if you if you change that. And take all those different types of ants and have them working together. Right, you're gonna have a much more successful outcome. Just because you're a fire ant or you're you're a bullet ant over here, you you belong to the bullet ant group and they belong to the fire ant group. Right, doesn't mean that you can't necessarily work together to improve. Right, take your, your skill lives. set, my skill set, mm-hmm. and let's make it even better. Or take your perspective and my perspective, and right. then challenge, you know, the, the quote unquote powers that be. So I think that's where we're, I think that's where we are failing as a society now is that we see injustices going on and we look internally and we don't look 
with with empathy towards others and think, you know what, that's not right. I know what that's like. Let me reach out to you and and let's talk about this and let's let's figure out ways that we can like sure. solve it. Cause me plus you, me trying to go up against this is no, but me plus you, I we can do this. Like maybe Absolutely. we can do this. The more people that we have, you know trying to attack this problem, speaking out about this problem. Again, eventually, there's nowhere... Power is an illusion. Mm. Control is an illusion. People think that they have it until someone with it shows them they don't. Tell, right, denies them that, you know, tells them that they don't. Right. And it does not matter. It doesn't matter who you are. When you take the power from one person away and you give it to the masses, there, they that person who who was in power, who believed they were in power, fears the people mm-hmm. because he or she knows and understands that uh, wait they they can actually hurt me. Where I don't want them to hurt me, and especially in my pockets, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So money always comes money, out of course. So when you t- when if we collectively continue to hear these stories, because and I, there are probably some women out there who listen to because uh, Rob Schneider. There were a couple of people who came, a couple of males who came out and talked about it. But when there are women who hear that and they're like, "Wow, he's." very muscular he's very you know he's a big guy and this happened to him well that's what this that holy holy shit like i guess this this can really happen to anyone Mm -hmm. maybe that will give someone the courage to speak up it'll probably give men the courage to speak up but I, i guarantee you he's going through the exact same thing where people don't believe him because he's this big muscular guy sure i just saw one of the videos that was underneath uh that was i guess related to that was a conversation between two people where it was like how did this happen to him and he let this guy live first of all hmm. we do not i will never i am never going to I'm never going to respond emotionally to something and make a decision, a permanent decision, based on a temporary emotion. It does not matter what it is. I have gone through some stuff, but I, I've made decisions that were based on emotion and I have regretted it and I mm-hmm. still regret those decisions. To think logically about and separate that emotion and think if I punch this guy in the face right now as a black guy as a black male in this country I can't have a barbecue without the cops being we can't sleep in a dorm room without having the cops being called on us yeah we can't we literally cannot do anything at this point without having the cops being called on us and so it, it's true if I actually do something <laughs> They're going to bury me under the jail. So. It's true. 
in his in his situation, it took a year because his company didn't do anything. They 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 worked with this guy and they did absolutely nothing. Mm. They actually he worked for this for the same company. They both worked for the same company. Him and Terry Crews and the the exec and mm. the, the the company, the big company did absolutely nothing. nothing. Right. So. I would definitely say that it's not necessarily the case that men get the job done where women don't necessarily get the job done. You know, because it because we're not believed either. Yeah. If anything, yeah. Nowadays, I guess there are moments where you're probably less believed, you know, like even me, my you know, um the way he expressed how he was feeling, like he's like, there's, you know, I think about it every day. I'm like, I guess because, you know, I've never been in that situation where it's been someone that's like my boss or like someone or like, you know, someone that's like really high up or has a lot of power that has done that to me. I, I've, I've had experiences where it's been just, you know, general people. It's not any, anybody of power in my life. Um, uh, in my mind, I'm like, you know, there's times where you reflect back on it. Absolutely. On my experiences, at least, in my opinion, you know, but I don't think about it every day. So at first I was like, bro, really? You know, like, do you really think about it every day? And I'm like, I'm like questioning him to his core. And I'm like, that's who, first of all, who would I be as the person I am? One, two, as the professional that I am. And three, as a, as just a general woman, like to discount him. Like I'm over here wanting us women to have all the credibility and for people to us to believe us, no matter the circumstance, who am I to be judging him and, or like questioning whether he really is experiencing that, those emotions or not. Like that is never my place. And so, but it's interesting. It just, it just is interesting how that's where my mind went. And I'm just being very candid. I probably, I'm embarrassed a little bit to admit this, that that's what I was thinking, but it's important to know that like, for me to share that in my opinion, because it's like, I want people to, like those those initial reactions probably aren't going to come no matter the circumstance like you're going to have those things where you're like oh I probably shouldn't think that but like I kind of do you know um but I'm over here learning and processing and I'm like it I I have a completely different outlook now that I have taken that time and so you know it that kind of can relate to your discussion around don't make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions. Like temporarily I was feeling this type of way or I was like thinking these things, but you know, and I made a comment that isn't necessarily permanent, but it was like, it kind of stated my overall feelings about the situation. And when, if I, you had said, you know, like you, you got to wait to the end of the interview or you got to wait, you know, like, well, here, just hear, hear hear the whole thing. Hear the person out. If even if you're having a conversation in front of someone, like, if it's your best friend or it's a spouse or if it's a significant other or it's a child or a parent or right. whatever the case is, hear the entire conversation with the intent to hear the entire conversation and not necessarily shut yourself off because something that you something that's being uh, given to you is not 
it doesn't you don't agree with it or it's like I don't I don't I don't believe that or it you know I don't understand this it's like hear someone to hear them you know not just to not just to shut yourself off from what they're trying to say I I have have done this so I know what it's like I know what happens when I shut myself off to listening to people. It's it's it it, it nine times out of ten it probably makes whatever you know whatever conversation that we're having, especially if it's a disagreement about something, it probably makes it a lot worse than what it should be. Right. You know. Um, or what it could be. Yeah, because you and I could be on the same. We could be. We could literally be on the same side of the conversation. But my perspective, because I've closed off to you and I've heard just part of it and I made my decision based on what you're I know what you're going to say, because this is all I've heard while you're still talking. I think that we're on separate sides, that we're fighting each other. I'm just using this as an example. This is not what happened, but I, I could think that we you and I are fighting each other, but you and I are on the same side. Right. The but perspective- you're not allowing yourself to see that. Yeah, the perspective is different. But and that's what I what I don't comprehend is is the perspective because I'm only attempting to see it from my point of view. Right. So I have to see it from your point of view. This is this was a lesson that I learned from I learned it um and I I don't know if I have I ever actually talked about what happened last year? With yeah, oh boy, at work. Uh, I mean, you've alluded to it. All right, so this is, I guess, there's probably no better time to talk about it than now that we're talking about uh, sexual harassment and sexual abuse and yeah, and um, listening to people. Um, so <clears throat> I was. Where I where I worked, um, there was a situation with one person who uh, he was making. I'll just come out and say he was sexually harassing um, my coworkers, and not just my coworkers that I worked immediately with, but. Co-workers I worked indirectly with too were very uncomfortable. Right. So I realized in talking to some of the some of the the girls um, that they were not they were not being believed mm-hmm. by people who should have listened to them. They were like, you know. Just, especially someone fairly high up uh, in the organization, he immediately shut it down. Mm-hmm. And he has since shut it down After several more reports, times. Right. And initially, I didn't, I just kind of didn't say anything. And then I realized, you know what, that's not okay. Like, that's really not okay. If she's not getting the... The, the the ear that she needs then maybe I can 
I can assist with that. And it's not to take away anything. It's just that I as a human being, not as a male, but I as a human being were like, I was appalled at what was going on. And I was, I'm, I was appalled and am still appalled that it's certain things are still happening. And it was swept under the rug by the people who could do something about it because this person was abusing his power over women, over females. Yeah. And um, it didn't work out for me either because even though I was not dealing with it, I had not gone with it through it personally. Me trying to assist them wound up, you know, I had a target on my back. So, of course, you know, and, and you're no the whistleblower. One, yeah. And no one was like, oh, my God. You know, they people were people were more offended right. that I called them out on it than they were that this person had done what he did to to these girls. And that was a that that blew my mind. Yeah, it shouldn't have. I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, this is what we do. Right. This is what we're doing to 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 women, mm-hmm. and that's I think that was the first time I got I got a taste of what is it? of of what women go through all the time right right right, right. so i you know i i'm again i'm still appalled i, I guess apparently he came in the other day to where i work now cuz we we don't work in the same place anymore he came in the other day and was making a big scene at my my new place of employment and it's like because the guy at the front desk said that he he asked the guy at the front desk if he knew me the guy at the, the kid at the front desk said yeah and he made this huge thing this mm-hmm. huge unprofessional thing and that made you know the young man at the desk feel really uncomfortable sure and so yeah so i i, I would i would encourage people especially with everything going on right now in this country to look instead of instead of looking at the situation as this is me against the world it's it has to be this is us against power power and the only way to to i guess effectively deal with that is for all of us who have been marginalized Mm -hmm. for all of us to listen to one another and see one another's perspective even if you don't necessarily even if you're like i don't quite understand it because i don't i've never i've never personally have been sexually assaulted there's no way for me to be like oh i know exactly what you're going through but i understand the difference between right and wrong I can say, even though I don't know exactly what that's like, I know that's wrong. And I can, I can, I can stand with you in knowing, hey, this is what we're fighting for. I'm, I want to fight with you because 
I know that this is wrong and I know that we can do better. Right. No, I completely agree. And I think, I think that as someone who has experienced that, um, you know, sexual assault per se, uh, it's, uh, it's important to have people on our side, you know, whether you've experienced it or not, because especially people who haven't experienced it, because um, that not only builds a level of tolerance and understanding, but it's important for people, like especially men who have never experienced it, to see other men who have never experienced it being like, I still stand with these people, and mm. I still recognize this is wrong, and this should not continue any further. Um, um and, and it's important to see men who are passionate about these things. I think that's one of my, my favorite things about you is you're so passionate and so um, dedicated to your awareness around these certain topics. Um, he's really important, like, just really, really, like, um, you know, things that are happening in our world that that are just true injustices, you know? Right. And so, uh, and I think that, you know, these conversations like Terry Crews coming out about it or Rob Schneider or um, countless women that have come out about these yeah. things, um, I'm hoping that, you know, um, people start realizing that your voice does matter. And, you know, even if a hundred people don't listen to you, a hundred and one, the hundred and first person might, right. um, and you have every right to express or, f- you know, express what happened or feel how you need to feel, um, and get the services that you need to support you through those, that, th- that time afterwards. Um, but you know, know that no one deserves to ever go through anything, um, that, you know, where it's where you feel violated or feel like you had no choice in, in what happened. Um, and so this conversation is super important and I'm glad that we had it cause I, I feel like I have a stronger understanding or at least I'm going to be a little bit more open to the male side of it, you know, and not be so one-sided. Um, because... I don't know if it's a male side. I think it's the human side. Yeah. Well, what I mean is like, I, I'm choosing to only see like my natural instinct is to go towards oh, this is just a woman thing, right. this is a woman's rights issue, this is our stuff. Right. Whereas it's really our stuff, yeah. our human nature stuff, it's right. a human rights issue. And so, well, you know, human yeah. rights in that, in that sense. So, um, and, it, and it all relates. Like, I hope that people will start to, if anything, for me and my, my opinion about all of this, I hope that people, especially people in power or that have, hold a higher title, like, you know, some CEO of a company, right? I hope that he he or she understands that with that power comes a huge platform and, and, an, and an opportunity to either be a person contributing to all of this evil or someone that can actually be like, wow, I work for this big company and our CEO is great. Like, he or she really listens to me or, you know, they, they really get that, you know, that they would never disrespect me or, you know, be that, be the person that changes that. Because I think for me, I look at corporate, you know, companies and I'm like, oh, I guarantee the CEO of that place is an asshole. You know, right. like I wouldn't want to work there for that. Like I, I automatically have that thought because that's, 
90% of the time, that's the case. Right. So, you know, and I think there are really good people out there who are in higher levels of power, but we need more of them. Yes, so do. I'm hoping that the, these conversations and just all of these allegations going on, everything going on, is going to help people think before they actually act or think before they speak. Think about how to change their mindset around certain things and certain people. Um, because we're all, we are, at the end of the day, like you said, your power can be stripped away at any moment. Right. So humble thyself, you right. know? Right. Um, and realize that it's, all people are entitled to the same things. Um, unfortunately, not everyone receives or, what they deserve. Or so. agrees. Or with, agrees. With or feels that other people, sentence. yeah, right, right, reserve, deserve that same respect. And so, um, Here's to hoping that that will change. Yeah. So, if, yeah. If, uh, I guess in closing, if you are or have been uh, a victim of sexual harassment, or sexual, especially sexual assault, um, it, it is deeply important for you to realize that you do not have to remain a victim you know there are things that that may just kind of stick with you for the rest of your life depending on how traumatic they were sure and that is it's as it's unfortunate and there are things that we just have we we will they're just a part of us but you don't have to you don't have to give power to that thing so that it controls you some days will be better than others but you do not have to just give over who you are to this situation you can you know you can still live your life and still live a, a full and happy life mm -hmm. but if you've been um the victim of sexual assault or sexual harassment uh, please seek the the proper channels tell your story um to who who you ever you need to it doesn't mean you got to go to the newspaper or whatever the case is but <laughs> right. you know but d talk to who you need to talk to counselors the police the you know um whoever priests whoever give yourself the opportunity to feel freedom versus shame yeah yeah there's nothing there's no shame at all in what happened to you absolutely that's not your burden to bear that is someone else who did something right. heinous that that to you and that 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 should never be your burden to bear to be to feel shameful yep. so um yeah so just know that you are loved and i love you we love you. Whoever's listening, we love you. Josie's so over here, love. like laying Josie, down. Our she's dog. looking at the. She's looking at the phone. She loves you, obviously. She's ready to go to the dog park, though. So she's been huffing through this whole thing. So we <laughs> we apologize for her noises, but just know that a cute dog is here with us. Um. So yeah, thanks for listening, and as always, and um, I don't want to be the person that throws in these little extra tidbits, but um, if you feel so inclined, we would love for you guys, you guys to, um, you know, give us some kind of 
uh, of a review on iTunes or Google Play, as well as subscribe to our um, actual playlist and um, so that we can catch um, notifications as to when we have new ones coming out. And if you just love us or like hearing what we have to say and have ideas or anything, feel free to contact us. Um, you can find me at curvyconsciousinspired.com or yeah, www.com curvyconsciousinspired.com. I was going to give you my Instagram handle, but I gave you my website instead. Um, so yeah, you can reach us that way. Uh, and also find us on SoundCloud at unconditionallight.com or on iTunes or Google Play. So thank you guys for listening and uh, more to come. So bye-bye.